you think about the traditional from play, including Firmino, they were close to each other and it just seems systematically right now Liverpool are not clicking. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Delighted to say Senna Nwupu is with us now to talk to us about her career and the retirement announcement. Senna, was there a, a finality to it when you finally admitted that that was the end? Had it been coming for you for a while? How did that whole thing feel? Well, hey guys, thanks for having me on the show. Um, first of all, uh, I didn't really come on here to talk about re- retirement, did I? But uh, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I just think it's. Uh, it, it was. It was it was time to make way for the next gen, and uh, it was such an exciting game at the weekend for for six of those new players and the whole squad uh, to get bled into the system. And um, yeah, it's it's a it's a big year, it's a massive year for women's rugby in general. Next year is a huge year as well, um, and it's one of those things. It's it's the women's games at an inflection point, and you've got to go all in. And and for me, at this stage of my life. Uh, I've been going all in for about 10 years in that program. Uh, loved every minute, uh, the highs and lows. Um, but, you know, I, I've, I've made a decision that um, uh, these other things I also need to go all in. And thankfully, it's it's still involved in the game and the global perspective with international rugby players and, uh, and some other um, really exciting pieces of work off the field. Um, so, so that yeah, that's that's why as well. Um, so it's, I'm partly heartbroken, but at the same time, I'm excited to uh, to move forward into this next phase of my life. Are you just ready for it? Is that is that how that decision comes in your own head? It's like, okay, now's the time, and uh, you know, it, it's a remarkable career that you've put together um, in in Ireland in particular, and obviously before that too. But the the bit that we're most familiar with. So, were you just ready for it? Was it natural in the end? Um, oh, yes and no, yes and no. Um, I've, I, you know, I consulted and spoke to so many peers of mine and obviously needed a bit of time to myself and, and my family and um, this really strong support network that I've got here in Ireland. I'm really thankful for them and overseas as well. So I've been fortunate just to have so many perspectives Um but yeah, I, th- I think it is the right time. You know, Japan is a historic tour, a couple of games, the next regional competition, which is our six nations on this side of the world. On the other side, it's like your pack fours and Asian competitions around that April, March, April window. That's huge. Our girls have got to, you know, place top three in that to make the top uh, division in the global comp, which will be the first time we launch that next year. So that WXV starts next year. That'll be huge. Um, so we've got to qualify for that top tier or three tiers. Uh, so that'll be around the window just before the Men's World Cup next year. So, uh, you know, all of those sorts of things have come into play with my decision uh, and certainly what that means for the next couple of years for the programme, uh, for the pathways as well. So domestically, what do our windows look like? Um, what are the timings of, of that to maximise our talent going into the global window and then obviously for that 25 World Cup in England so there's a lot of uh, those sorts of factors for me from a strategical thinking that I work in strategy in my off field and things like that so I considered that perspective for 
the best thing for Ireland in terms of um, the experience that our girls need and the time in the saddle, our teens, 12, 13s need as well. You know, your, your number one playmakers, second playmakers, depending on your shapes, whether it's the 13 is your second playmaker or whatever it is, but those girls need time in the saddle and I've had my time. I've been fortunate uh, over a number of years from New Zealand and the experience that lived in Japan and in the UK as well uh, and certainly here in Ireland. So I'm just really excited for the girls. I, I'll still absolutely be involved in the game and I'll, I'll still, I'll still uh, as much as I can, stay fit just in case. Um, never say never. I'll always have my boots in the, in the car maybe. Um, but, um, yeah, it really is their time and it's, it's a super exciting time for the talent in Ireland because I'll tell you what, there's some talent in some of the rural parts of Ireland as well as, as uh, you know, the new metro urban areas. So it's a, it's a massive time. We've just got to capture that talent and nurture them. What were the emotions like watching the team at the weekend for the first time not being uh, an Ireland player? Oh, super question. Jeepers. It was an emotional week as it was anyway. Um, I was actually... Uh, it's a great question. I was uh, I was really proud of the girls. I, I thought that I was watching the game from a lens as um, obviously at the time I was officially a former player and that, but um, yeah, I was just really proud of the girls. I actually just watched that thinking that was some line. Like, you know, I was just really proud of the way that the girls that were able to come back from what they would have termed and what they have termed in the public as a rocky start and they were able to come back from that and you know execute some really, really, really nice uh, set-piece tries. I'm pretty big on the KPI, so it'll be interesting to see what their KPIs are in, in, in the games um, that they have, but certainly from a set-piece execution in uh, in one of the thirds of that game that was 100%. Uh, you know, some of their Greensland entries weren't bad either. Um Ruck speed as well. Really impressed with some of um, some of uh, you know the quick ball that that uh, Elsa was able to get away. Uh, obviously, some areas to work on, but um, yeah, overall, I was uh, I was really happy with how um, uh, Dana and yeah, Inyas and uh, Efa as well. Dana and Efa are, are uh, new recruits at Old Belvedere, so um, looking forward to sort of uh, you know supporting them as well. And Inya, obviously. Uh, super player and uh, the best is yet to come from her as well but I know they would have done a lot of analysis on uh, Japan's defence and to be fair Japan's defence wasn't wasn't the greatest um, from set piece especially some of their uh, uh, systems were caught quite narrow on the inside so they were able to execute that with their uh, DSPs and DSPs won out so that was really good to see that they're thinking like that the back line um, so I was thinking like that watching the game um, what are your highlights? Uh, we had Neve Briggs on yesterday and, and she was saying she had a, a good long chat with you recently enough and, and kind of talked about uh, the memories that you guys have and that you'll always have that you made together as a successful team. For you, when you were um, making a statement and ringing people and saying, OK, my time in, in an Ireland jersey is over, what are the things that actually stood out for you? Oh, Jesus, you're going to make me cry on the bloody uh, Zoom here. Um Briggs is one of my favourite players to play alongside, or one of the players I've had the honour and privilege to play alongside. Um, 
I've never received a switch pass like that before. Um, probably scored every time. Um, and then to be coached by herself and then Greg in the last uh, campaign for my career um, for members of that 2013-2014 squad that inspired my comeback to 15s in the first place um, was something that I placed a lot of meaning into. Um, yeah, she herself and your Tanya Rosses and your Nora Stapletons, Jeannie Murphy. Oh, it was it was a special time for me personally because uh, I look up to them. We're all very good friends, obviously, but uh, I still look up to them. And, um, you know, in part, while my journey started as a 13-year-old in a small town of Wamaru and fortunate to play with some of the best players in the world from New Zealand as well. Uh, but certainly I was just so inspired by by that group. And then I suppose that actually was part of my motivation for the next uh, couple of cycles I've been fortunate to have been involved in because I wanted to give that moment to the young girls coming through. Um, most of it didn't go to plan, but I, I'm at peace that I gave it everything. And that our team, uh, Kira Griffin, superb leader, Lindsay Peet, Claire Malloy, so many incredible players there. Um, who I got to learn and laugh and live and train and play alongside. It was just uh, it was just phenomenal. And I, you know, it's those those little moments and that type of lifestyle that you, I suppose, you know, you never take for granted. And for me, certainly, every moment, uh, yeah, I loved. Um, even to the point where that pain of us in the World Cup. And the years of hard work that we put into that particular cycle, in the cycles before, um, the way we came together as a squad, you know, I'll always remember that. And those are the those are the true high stakes of high performance sport. Um, so then now working off the pitch on the global game and with international rugby players, and you know, part of my my piece with um, piece of work with getting strategic projects and research is around how to support that player journey in and out of rugby and. You know, from a different lens, you know, it's a it's a really interesting perspective and uh, how to best support uh, or, or develop and deliver infrastructure together with the unions and, and World Rugby and, you know, all of the play associations around the world for how we can best, you know, truly support the player journey that in some ways you can anticipate, you know, the high stakes and how to minimise uh, some of the you know, the impact that that could have on mental health and those sorts of things. So it's an interesting journey, pretty holistic here. And sorry to go so deep for uh, 9.30 in the morning. Oh, look, we're, we're all about <laughs> Absolutely. Well, look, it's been a, a remarkable career, as I said, and we wish you the very best of luck. And that's important work, you know, that the support of our athletes is something we, we talk about this all the time, that like we see the the 90 minutes or the 80 minutes, depending on the sport, or the 60 minutes if it's it's uh, Club GEA, and we don't really think about the rest of it most of the time as sports fans. Um, but it is definitely important stuff, and we know the impact that a little bit of pre-planning and that your experience when it's shared and uh, you know having somebody who's had your experience be at the forefront of helping the, the unions and the um, players develop a plan for that into the future can't but be good. So, Senny, thanks so much for joining us and congratulations on a great career. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. Have a good day. Thank you. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.